Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. I'm Leo Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Before we get started, Maybe I could talk you into hitting that subscribe button. If you uh, love interviews of all different types of artists, we do release interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over at Consequence of Sound, and we'd love to keep you up to date on all of those. Of course, you can uh, subscribe anywhere you get your favorite podcasts from, like uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also follow along on YouTube or Spotify if, uh, if those are your haunts. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today my guest, the legendary Howard Jones. He's got a brand new record called Transform. This is part two in a four-part series that he started just a few years ago with the Engage record. He's going to tell us about how this one works into the whole dialogue of, uh, of where we are in our place in the world, our relationship with technology, and eventually the direction we need to go through to come out on the good end of all of this. Aside from those big themes, we're going to talk about the music. A lot of this synth music that he helped create and popularize in the 80s has a very strong root in everything that we're hearing today. And there are some of these songs on this new Transform record that remind me of a lot of newer artists. We'll talk about that symbiotic relationship, if there even is one with him. After that, we'll play one of my favorite games called Big Round Numbers to talk about the anniversaries of the album Cross That Line that came out in 89, working in the back room that turns 25 this year, and Ordinary Heroes getting its decade badge and the stories behind all three of those records. This man is a pleasure to talk to. It's Kyle Meredith with Howard Jones. Hi, Kyle. It's Howard here. Yeah. How are you? Let me congratulate you on Transform. What a fantastic record that, uh, that you've got here. And uh, yeah, as I read, so this is part two in a four-part series, right? Yes, that's right. Yes. I set myself like a 10-year plan. <laughs> um, and the first, the first was uh, Engage, which was sort of like, you know, we need to stand up and get involved and, uh, and not be uh, bystanders. A transform is about taking responsibility for, for things oneself. So, you know, if, you, if we want to change the world for the better, then we have to start with ourselves. So um, that's what transform is about. And then um, the next one is going to be dialogue. And then the last one is going to be global citizen. A 10-year plan right there. 
that's uh, an yeah. interesting way to do it because I think a lot of artists would have probably just thrown this all on on one record somehow and made you know a little epic out of it. But <laughs> but seeing that far ahead, do you feel like I mean does that um, does that take the weight off your shoulders of trying to come up with something or and also does it kind of lock you in place as to what you have to write towards now? Yeah, I mean it gives it, it, it gives you a you know, and and also um, you know already I'm thinking about the next one and the one after that about you know how I'm going to do them and what form I'm going to take, and it just gives you a sort of sense of um, you know a journey that you're going on, and and that you know it's a it's a it's a it's an ambitious project that challenges me, you know to you know to keep working and 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 to keep focused. Well, it's it's obviously a very relevant uh, concept that you're you're tackling here, and and it might be an obvious answer, but but why did you pick this kind of concept? Um, well, you know, I I I, I think that I feel that you know I want to make the the, the the most valuable contribution to my world, really. And I'm a musician. I've been very fortunate to be in this position where I can make records and I can release them, and there are people who you know, want to hear them. So I, I, I want to take that really seriously and, and um, make sure that the work is, is, is a value to people, you know, and it's inspirational and encouraging and thought-provoking. And I think that's what art should do, you know. And, you know, I'm taking, that, I'm taking that really seriously. So with Transform, do these hmm. musically, do, do they change for you? Uh, you know, so you've got the concept lyrically and thematically. Do, do, do you tackle yeah. that in the same way musically, album to album? Um, yeah, I mean, I like the the idea of the music reflecting, you know, what the subject matter is. But I mean, I can't really say how the music does that to transform. It, it's just a it, it's a really good platform for the lyrics, you know. And you know, songs like you know, beating Mr. Neg, which is you know about the you know the the, the negative voice that sits on our shoulder and, and and really wants to stop us doing. You know what we're capable of, and, and taking away our confidence, and you know, um, I, I, you know, I really want to talk about those those things that affect everyone. They certainly affect me, and I'm sure they affect everyone else as well. And um, you know, the the music is a, is a you know a really good platform for you know for me to say those things. Yeah, I, I'll take some of the song titles here too, because with a concept like this, you could have gone dark and 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 we're all doomed kind of a thing but you know take us higher transform beating mr neg eagle will fly again i mean it, it feels like yeah. you've got some good optimism going on here well yeah i mean it is it it is my you know uh, my philosophy of life I, I i guess you know to be hopeful about the future it's absolutely no point in being doom and gloom about it because nothing is ever going to change and you know i i just believe that whatever problems and and difficulties that we face that, uh, you know, as human beings, we can we have the resources to turn it round, and and if if we don't have a hopeful view of the future, we'll never be able to have the energy and determination to do that. You know, I decided sort of long ago that that was going to be my you know my philosophy. Um, I was going to believe that things could be better. You know, things can only get better if we decide, and it is a choice. I love how you've written it in here in any way. And I fall in love with these songs so quick, too. I'll bring up one, um, one of the, you know, the uh, the pre-release singles here with the one to love you. Big fan right away of this yeah. one. What I noticed, though, musically, it's it's a very modern sound, because if you hadn't told me this was a Howard Jones track and maybe you said this was the new Washed Out or Toro y Moi or something like that, I think I would have believed you. And Well, it was, you know, I mean, I mean, um, the one to love you was the first collaboration that I did with BT. So, you know, he brings his <laughs> massive skill 
cassette to that track. Um, and, you know, he's, he's, a, he's from a younger generation than me. You know, he's sort of a, 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 an electronic pioneer in his own right. And so I've always been a huge fan of his. So that was just perfect collaboration, really, for us to work together. That that sounds, you know, in, in the past decade, you know, at least since you've started with this with this, you know, new series and everything, you know, the, the synth sound has a, a very strong footing these days. Once again, in in every part of the thing, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know, do you do yeah. you keep paying attention to that? Are you watching a lot of these artists that are citing you as influences? Um, I'd like to say that I, you know, I do, you know, huge amount of research, but I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really have time to do too much of that. I mean, I keep up with what's going on. You know, I listen to the radio. I, 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 I listen to Spotify. I listen to the new, new releases. I, I, but I also listen to classical music mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, um, choral music. And I really am kind of doing doing what I do and I think it's important to keep up with technology of our times and and be able to use it and put the you know effort into using it. and then you kind of by almost by accident you know sound more contemporary because you're using you know you're sort of kind of keeping up I mean I I believe that technology has 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 always driven um music forward you know I mean when you go right back to you know the harpsichord, which had no, you know, just like there was one one volume. You know, each time you pressed a key, that, that evolving into the piano. You know, primitive pianos, which then again evolved. And as a result, musicians grabbed onto that and they created, uh, you know, amazing work as the technology um, developed. And I, I, I just feel that you know it's a principle that's been going on since. <laughs> You know, since people stretched a piece of string a, 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 across a piece of wood, you know what I mean? It's like, it, I think technology has, has always driven things forward. And so I think it's important to use the technology of your of your time. And, um, you know, it certainly is for me, you know. I mean, we're, we're the first people to be able to use this. So we really should you know, embrace that. Yeah, well, it's, it, it is great how it kind of lines up like that. As you said, you know, using the technology kind of makes it sound mm-hmm. modern in in itself but to sound so mm-hmm. in sync with what's happening you know in the in pop culture i mm-hmm. guess i mean that's it's a nice mm-hmm. bit of luck i don't know what it is <laughs> yeah well yeah i yeah i i really um, i mean no it's just uh, it's it was it's certainly not intentional on my i mean i just do what's instinctively <laughs> right for me you know <laughs> i don't i i don't i, I don't have a, a you know, a theory or a, or a, or a, or a practice that enables that to happen. I just, I, 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 I am a man. You know, I hope that I'm a man of my time. You know, and, yeah. I, and sort of in the broader context, I, I sort of believe that you know, technology is going to be the thing that we can, if we use it, for, you know, in the right way, then we can solve the problems that the massive problems that we got. You know, if we do, you know, I mean, you know, human beings are incredible at developing new techniques and solving problems and you know if we put it to the right use you know we can you know technology can 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 save us from extinction is that interesting though because it used to be the sci- sci-fi writers who would uh who would warn us about technology you know in sort of a way that uh 
it hmm. was going to be the doom. And, and I think we see that, and I'm sure you probably see that as hmm. well, as we get sucked into social media on our phone and all of our heads are down, you know, that's, that's the one way. Yeah. But, uh, but to try to yeah. find that right way to, to make it save us, I, I'm yeah. on board with you on, with that. Yeah, everything has its, its, its sort of negative aspects. Technology can be used to to make nuclear bombs, or it can be used to you know power the world, and and it's all it's our choice. You know, it's always going to be our choice. So so, so which way do we, you know do we want to go? Nothing in itself is uh, you know is intrinsically bad. Um, it's just our choices as to how we use it. You know, are we going to use it for the benefit of everyone, or are we going to use it to you know dominate others? You know, it's those choices that 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 and. Uh, and, you know, I kind of, you know, that's what Transformers is about. You know, it's about choosing the hopeful, positive outcome and not succumbing to, you know, negativity and, and doom and gloom. In, uh, somewhat interestingly, you just came off of an acoustic tour, right? Yeah, yes. So here right, we are yes. stripping that technology of, <laughs> of, of, of all of these songs. <laughs> but it says a lot about these songs still hold up beyond the electronics that they're known for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I am... You know, my my big my great love is is you know is songwriting and and structure and chord changes, you know, transitions into other sections, surprises. That is my absolute passion. You know, sort of probably even more than the sort of you know synth side of it. Really, it's how songs work and how how chord changes make you feel and you know transitions into into other other sections. This is you know this is my passion. Do you ever feel like it gets uh, weighted down, like that you have to speak towards a certain sound because of what you're known for? No, um, I don't really. I mean, I mean, I, I, I knew that the fans wanted me to make a, another synth record because they make they kind of made you know in in, in the because I've got really nice fans, <laughs> you know, who don't give me a hard time. Um, but I felt this sort of um, sort of gentle encouragement <laughs> to make to make a full on synth record again, and I was really in the mood for doing that, you know. So those two things coincided um, well. But I mean, I can only really do what I do. You know, I, I'm Howard Jones, and I, I make my music the way I make it. I I can't really um, contrive beyond that anyway. You know, it's um, it's not possible. And thank goodness, by the way, uh, I'll say as a fan. <laughs> I, I, I want to wrap up here with a, a bit of a lightning round if yeah. you're up for it, because uh, three of your yeah, records sure. celebrate uh, big round anniversaries this year. And uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. just to kind of get a quick thought what comes to mind, you know, when we bring some of these up, if you're if you're good with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll, sure. we'll start with the 30th anniversary because Cross the Line, you know, released in uh, 1989 mm-hmm. and um, gave yeah. us everlasting love and The Prisoner. What's the takeaway these days mm-hmm. with that record for you? Well, those two tracks you mentioned, uh, you know, I still play a lot out live. And I, I just I think that a couple of my best tracks, you know, I, I worked with um, Chris Hughes, who who is a really good friend of mine, who who produced those two tracks and he, you know, he worked with Tears for Fears and, you know, the, the, those amazing re- records with them. I'd always wanted to work with Chris. So, and I got to work with him on those two tracks. So, so, and they, they, they really, you know, they just, they just stand up really, really well today. You know, it was me experimenting with a few things, you know, brass sections and brass arrangements. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know, my career has been, you know, trying new things and, and trying to evolve as a as as an artist, as a musician, as an arranger, uh, working with groups of people, other groups of people, and uh, you know, I think Cross That Line was a good example of that. 
and then you head into 1994 with uh, working in the back room. Mm-hmm. This was your first self-released one, right? Right on Detox, and <laughs> you went on to sell over twenty thousand on your own pre-internet. This was before you could get on there and really mm-hmm. market that way. I mean, that's this record mm-hmm. had to be a big moment mm-hmm. for you. Well, I'd done my five albums for for Warner Brothers, which was was the contract, and they didn't want to give me a new deal, which was a bit of a shock, really. And I, I kind of devastated for about six weeks um, when they when they didn't want to renew the contract. But then I suddenly realized it was my chance to really carve out my own, you know, destiny and, and career and do everything independently. You know, the internet was just emerging at that time. And, you know, we started doing, you know, we started, you know, booking tours ourselves and making the albums ourselves and just, just taking the reins of everything. And I've, to be honest, I've really, really enjoyed that. That has been like the best thing that happened to me in a way because um, it's really brought out all kinds of sides of my character that I didn't really know was there and, you know, it's helped me develop as a person. So, you know, I mean, being in the driving seat, you know, of your career and your and your work is fun, actually. You know, it's it's difficult. It's difficult and hard and you have to work much harder. But, you know, you really feel like it's yours. You know, you, this is what you've done. This is what you've created. And, you know, there's a great feeling of fulfillment that comes with that. It says uh, so much, too, because especially in that era, you know, around 94, in the 90s, when when major label meant everything, mm. when, when artists would get dropped, yeah. it would almost be like they felt like it was the end of their career. I mean, so many, if they didn't hang yeah. it up forever, they hung it up for a long time, you know, and, and for you yeah. just to kind of pull yeah. through that and, and produce such a great piece of work, like working in the back room, I mean, that's mm. that's huge. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, it was really, it was, you know, very quickly as a response, really, I guess. So, right, I'm not going to be put off by this. And I, I didn't even record it onto multi-track. You know, it was, it was all, it was all coming out of the of the Mac SE, and was mixed down to stereo. And that's it. I can never go back and and and, and remix those tracks. It was very much of the moment. This is what I'm into at the moment. And and there's a kind of energy there that, that uh, in in that record, I think that that it you know really reflects where I was. I was I I was I was just. Get, my fighting spirit was coming out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, this isn't going to stop me from doing what I do. Well, that brings us to uh, Ordinary Heroes that turns uh, 10 this year mm. as well. Mm. And this was a very different record, right? I mean, this is a very quiet record for you. Yeah. I wanted to just focus on a simple lineup, you know, of like, you know, piano, vocal, backing vocal arrangements, guitar, string quartet, and bass, and drums, and stick to that plan. And really, you know, because you actually have to work, I think you have to work harder to create interest when you've just limit yourself to, to those few instruments. And um, I really, really enjoy that. And it's, it's, it is a very special record for me. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I know it's got no synths on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still really proud of it as a, as a you know, piece of song, you know, songwriting. Um, yeah, Howard Jones, a songwriter, you know, singer-songwriter. No, it's, it is a great point in the catalog, and, and again, just goes to prove, much like the acoustic tour, you know, what you can do beyond, mm-hmm. the, I guess, the expectations, you know, that's... You know, I mean, I really enjoyed doing those acoustic tours, because basically it's very straightforward. I, you know, I, I can play the piano until, you know, I mean, I don't even hardly have to think about it, because I've been playing it since I was seven, you know, it's like walking and breathing. So I don't, you know, it's, it's just really enjoyable. And then this tour I'm doing now is an absolute nightmare of, of, of technology, technology and complexity and so many things that can go wrong, so many things that have to be addressed and, 
thing, new things you have to learn. I don't know why I keep doing that to myself, but I guess when you hear it, you know, in its finished form, it's like it is very, very, you know, it's very exciting, uh, and you know, and it is, feels like a hell of an achievement. So, and also, you know, you 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 are you really are using the you know the technology of the day, and you're you know you're taking a risk. And whereas you know when I'm doing the acoustic shows, it's not so much of a risk for me, you know. It's really kind of fun and, and enjoyable. The electronic stuff is like, wow, you know, I've got to really get my head down and yeah. <laughs> get way through the problems. <laughs> now, now, is this new tour? Is it is it like the multimedia side of things as well? Is are you working all that in? Yeah, we've you know constructed a whole set of visuals that go with everything that you know have been you know really carefully thought out and you know there's there's contemporary dance in there there's in fact there's lots of people in the in the videos it's not it's not like sort of abstract um art it, it's 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 very sort of human human based and we've you know done a lot of filming and yeah i i, I i've tried to make it complementary to the show because well i i've found that when i go to shows where and i've I'm, i've been guilty of this as well where it's basically a video through the whole show and it's totally distracting and you know it sort of takes you away from the actual what's happening you've got an artist in front of you and so what we try to do is is sometimes there's nothing on the screen and there's just one element that will be you know relevant to what i'm singing about and um we've really tried to be careful about that this time so you know it's all learning you know learning process trying to get it better all the time well, I'm looking forward to seeing what that uh, what that looks like and, and sounds like with this. Yeah. Howard yeah. Jones, thank you once again. Congratulations on Transform and this whole big mm-hmm. epic that you're working on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hope I survived. <laughs> okay, no, 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 thanks very much, Kyle. It's been really great speaking with you, really great. Same here, uh, definitely an, an honor. Uh, take care, and we'll see you out on the road. All okay, right. thank you. All the best. Bye now, bye, bye. Oh, a complete pleasure. Thank you to Howard Jones, talking about his latest album called Transform. Hey, before you get out of here, if you haven't already, I hope you hit that subscribe button. Again, uh, maybe you're checking us out on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. That includes iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe there. And uh, and then please you know, give the uh, series a rating and leave a review if you feel so inspired. After that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern, where you can also find some bonus episodes of this series. Consequenceofsound.net has your music and film news. Of course, you can find me at Twitter, at Kyle Meredith, and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network.